Hello, and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities and TAAEF Room to Grow podcast series. I'm that Kimberly, also known as Kimberly Scott, and this is my guest today, Billy Griffin. Billy Disco Griffin. I think <gasps> a lot of people refer to me as disco in the industry because I like to dance. So. Yes, you do. And I think somebody said something about one time that they call him disco back in the day when he had hair. That's true. Back when I started in this industry, I had a lot of hair, hair which is, and it wasn't on my face. It was on my head and it all fell down to my face. So <laughs> no, well, it, I, it, I, and the industry didn't do this to me either, by the I way. Know. It was just, it was genetics. I own it. Yes. And, and I'm proud of I'm, you for I'm, just shaving I'm proud it. proud to shave. Get it I'm off. Proud yes. To, uh, more men should do that. I, I agree. I <laughs> okay. see too many too often that try to cover it up. Don't hold own, on to Own it and go with it. Yes, so, I agree. I appreciate you having me on the show. Yes. Well, I appreciate you giving us your time and willingness to share with us. So give the listeners a little context about where you're from and, you know. So I'm the, currently the vice president of Camp Construction. Okay. And uh, how'd you get there? Like, did you just like show up one day? I just showed up one day and they said, you're it. No, <laughs> it took me many years. I got in the industry back in 1991 after graduating from Texas A&M. Are you from Houston? I am. Okay. I was born in Dallas and Irving and lived there till I was seven. And my dad got transferred here to, from Dallas to Houston. Thank and goodness. You would have been so a Cowboys fan. And I, I'm couldn't, still we couldn't a been Cowboys friends. fan. I am. I'm a quiet Cowboys oh, okay, fan. Got I, it. I watch them from afar and root for them from afar because when I was a little kid, my dad's best friend owned a sporting good place. And I got uh, to meet Bob Lilly that, and Tony Dorsett and Roger Staubach I and get a lot it. of those players. So I had pennants on my wall, but none of my friends in Houston liked them at all. And, and to, you know, really, you've always been a rebel, but I'm, I'm a quiet cowboy okay, fan got it, because got they it. went through some changes that I wasn't too proud of. Yeah, and, no. My grandfather loved, I think I don't like the Cowboys because my grandfather, my father, and my two older brothers love the Cowboys. So I was like, I'm going to root for someone different. Somebody else. And I didn't figure that out until college. So anyway, But I do love the Texans and I love the Astros. Yes. You know. Go Astros. So back yes. in, after graduating from uh, A&M, I swore I'd never come back to Houston, but that's where the jobs were. Swore. And I had a headhunter looking. I was in the beer business and, oh. and you know, had a, a license to drive and deliver beer and decided that I wanted to you know, try something different as I, with my degree. And my headhunter hooked me up with a company called Century Air Conditioning Supply. Wow. Went to work for them in 91 as just an inside salesperson, kind of helping people over the counter answer phone calls. Didn't know anything about the apartment industry. Mm -hmm. Didn't know anything about really air conditioning. Wow. And went to, got some training <laughs> and learned a little bit. And you know, it, the great thing about it is that everybody you ran into, if you said, hey, look, I really don't know. Um, they, they helped you. I agree with your statement about if you tell folks in the industry that you're new, they're always so kind as to lead you in the right direction. So, and they do, and yeah. they lead you and they help kind of teach you and they help kind of introduce you to people that introduce you don't know. You to folks mm -hmm. that you don't know. And, and like I said, I was fortunate to go from inside sales to outside sales to becoming the sales manager. And I really got involved in the apartment industry and started teaching the a maintenance technicians about the EPA laws. When I got mm -hmm. involved is when all those laws changed. And it was like that R22, 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 R502, R12. They outlawed <laughs> a lot of those. They banned them. And again, this was back in 91. Yeah. So it was, it was many, many years ago. I hadn't even graduated from high school yet. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Had to so throw that out there. The really interesting thing though, is that it was so new because all these, this was a federal law that went into effect uh -huh. and nobody really knew about it. And the company I was working for at the time, Century, we took it upon ourselves to train a lot of these maintenance technicians on how to, to take the test and pass the test because many of those technicians learned the trade from, from folks above them. They didn't like go to school to become mm -hmm. a, a technician on an apartment complex. You just kind of learn through watching and yeah. 
as my um, grandfather learned of mechanics ab- just absolutely by working on cars. And, and a lot of them are fantastic and mm-hmm. were fantastic but they'd never taken a scantron test and it's a scantron oh uh, oh the old fill in bubbles oh, and had to about. fill in stuff and this test was all scantron and literally i would spend an hour on these guys teaching them how to put in their address and their social security number stuff because these guys were born they knew yeah. how to turn a wrench they knew how yeah, to but, charge stuff but they didn't know how to take this yeah so it was you know and we had thousands of people we had to get trained within a short amount of time wow. so but that's how i got to know a lot of these maintenance technicians mm-hmm. that's how i got to know a lot of these folks and many of them have moved up, up in the industry yeah, now absolutely. and they're you know directors of capital improvements of large yeah. companies and we still have really really good solid relationships mm-hmm. and they go back and say man you remember almost 30 years ago and i'm like Yes, <laughs> vaguely, <laughs> but of, yes, yes, I do remember us studying hard and, and working hard at getting everybody, you know, certified so they could become yeah. and stay employed as maintenance technicians. That's awesome. So, so you went from from there to you directly to camp? No, actually, I'll show my ring. I was with Century Air Conditioning for okay. 20 years and again, moved up to vice president of sales and marketing for them. Mm-hmm. I was on the board for, for, for a long time and they were just, they're fabulous organizations still. I've got a lot of great friends over there mm-hmm. and, and still feel like they're part of my family. But after 20 years, was was wanting to do something a little different. Because I uh, met you when you were at Century. You did. And yeah. you were the kind person to run around and introduce us to everybody. At and, and I, I still believe that that's, that's what's yeah. so awesome about this industry yeah. is that everybody- you know, They pay it forward somehow. They pay it forward. Everybody, I don't care if you're a competitor or not a competitor. I don't care you know who you know. You, know, you want to introduce everybody to everybody yeah. because you want people to have the opportunity for the same success that you yeah. feel like you've had. And had a, a short stint at a flooring company, mm-hmm. which, you know, again, was my kind of stepping stone to get, you know, from Century and kind of see what else was out there. And um, with Camp Construction now, well, they hired me back in, wow, 2013. Was it 2013? 2013, I believe. So I've been there six, 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 a little over six years. Wow. Six years. Yeah. So That's awesome. Yeah. So they hired me to be their vice president over their, you know, sales department. And they had three locations at the time. And now we have 11 locations <laughs> and we'll have probably 16 locations before the end of next year. So we have been on a huge growth, uh, growth spurt. spurt. Yeah, that's and awesome. Exciting. Well, congratulations to you. Well, thank um, you. So talk a little bit about, I know that your daughter's in the industry and I know that you have a sister in the industry. Did you recruit them or how did that happen? So it's my sister's daughter. So it's my niece is in the industry okay. and I did. She, she was work, chose not to go to school, you know. Not to go to college, you mean? Not to go to college okay. and, and went to work uh, for a mortgage company. Right out of high school. Right out of high school. And just was, you know, after about a year, got kind of burnt out and said she wished she knew something else. And I, <laughs> yeah. I had a property supervisor saying she was looking for somebody to, to help them lease. And I, mm-hmm. I hooked them up. I said, look, y'all, you do the interview. Yeah. It's all on you. That's- <laughs> you succeed or fail on your own. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, and I'm just, I'm, I'm inviting I'm, you to the party. exactly right. You get to Invite. prove yourself. And yeah. uh, so she interviewed and, and I got a phone call this morning that she's going to get an award for the most leases of this Aww. company. So good for her. With Francis. Um, yeah. With I remember Francis. meeting her. That's uh, awesome. She, she's awesome. And yeah. now my Congratulations. daughter. Congratulations. Shout out to Cassie. We're going to have you on this podcast. Cassie just so you know. on the podcast. Okay. My daughter Miranda worked for Dinnerstein for a couple of years at ah. Texas A&M. Same thing right out. Actually, Shout out to Miranda. She, while she was in high school. Oh, she did it while she was in high school? She, her senior year, the end of her senior year, she and uh, her one of her best friends she's still living with, Morgan Wallace, went up to look at some different apartments and ended up getting offered a job while they were looking. And excited. So it had nothing thing. to do? It I had nothing like, to do? You're on your own. And you didn't call somebody I, I, at dinner scene I, that you may or may after, not know? I, I think after the fact, there was probably some, hey, this Griffin, the name is familiar. Is this? Ah. 
but I, there was definitely some, hey, we're looking for some good people. And she applied and applied and, and hated it at first because she was, that was a new property. She was out before the property Whoa. was built. So she's walking across campus in the middle of summer, hot, sweaty, yeah, trying that's... to promote this. And she's like, oh, dad, this is miserable. This is miserable. But as they built the property, as they got to deal with all these residents first moving in, she, as she saw, I told her that the experience she was getting it working was, in, was better than what she was going to learn at college. Absolutely. Stop really, college right now. And, no. <laughs> did you say that? You didn't I, say I that. I didn't say that because yeah. she's studying to be a nurse. Yeah. But she did an amazing job. She stuck with it for a couple of years and been, been super proud. Well, that shows that actually that teaches her determination. It teaches her to care about what she's doing and all these little small soft skill lessons that she couldn't learn in you college. You got to have a passion for it. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you're doing. So, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So she's no longer there, right? No, well, she got into nursing school at a okay, Got it. And uh, we agreed that if she got in the nursing school that she was going to not work so she could um, so study she could focus and study and it has been it's hard and it's a hard very school. very hard i had no idea i mean she puts in nursing school is... 50 or 60 hours a week studying yeah and it's it's unbelievable yeah you gotta know you do it's... you do but i'm very proud Good. very proud of we her should and, be. And, congratulations and yay so. <laughs> we'll definitely have to have her on here so with that then tell a recent grad of high school or even a recent grad of college, why they should consider the apartment industry first with all that background. I'm, I'm going to specifically talk about the TAAEF, the Texas Education Foundation Rooms to Grow. Sam Lavasser, who won the award ah. last year, actually was brought in this industry by myself. I'm going to brag. I tried to get him when he was in New York and California. You know, Sam and I grew up together and, and mm -hmm. know each other a long time. And, and he was the best man at my wedding. Yeah. And I kept saying, man, you need to get in this industry. It's amazing. It's It's amazing. And he was out doing his thing, and he finally called one day and said, hey, I'm, I'm ready to come to work for you, and I didn't have a job. Oh. So, but I did know some people in the industry. I knew you know, Chris Church real well, and I called you know, Chris and, and Mike Koch, knew Chris Church, and Mike uh -huh. Koch knows Sam and knew his mom. Uh -huh. And uh, Sam went to work for Church for a little while and a couple years, and then uh, decided to make a change and was going to another company, and we heard about that. So we wanted him. We're like, hey, no, come over here. Come to camp, so please, hurry. We, we sat down, and he came to camp, and he's been very successful working for us. So. And you he know, won the, he won the. So Sam Lavasser won the Be the Next Room, room to, grow. to Grow Ambassador. Awesome. And he was the ambassador for this last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, super proud of him, super proud of what he's done. But he, he's another great example of somebody that didn't know anything about this industry, mm -hmm. that didn't know, you know, he came in willing to do whatever, sweep floors, stock shelves, you know, with church service, you know, go out and pretty much do. He worked his way up over that organization. Mm -hmm. And again, and he got involved in the association. Got involved yeah. and started going to meetings. And you get mm -hmm. on that first, you know, committee. committee, and you volunteer on that committee, and then you volunteer on another committee. And before you know mm -hmm. it, they're pulling you in to do more, and you're meeting more and more people. And and again, your yes. supplier partners, you. your supplier partners, you become very good friends with. You become very good friends with you know your potential customers and customers Absolutely. who are making some big decisions. Yeah. And Sam has been very successful, uh, not just on a you know local level, but on a state level, mm -hmm. even on a national level. Of, yeah. Of, solidifying some great relationships and he's very charismatic he's very you know people just like being around him so would you say that that brought him and the company a lot of recognition because of what the winner gets after you know when they receive uh, that award absolutely 100 percent. he gets you know so many people are like, oh my gosh sam we're so proud of him he's you know amazing and camp construction and mm -hmm. you know so our name was brought up a number of times as well as him getting the accolades that, you know, again, that a lot of people, he didn't go out and say, I'm, I need this. It's like something no. that, you know, he's, Hey, I, I fit the mold for this. I am that person that has, you know, worked his way up in the industry and kind of grown, uh, yeah. grown into different roles. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. So you would highly recommend somebody 
applying or sending in their application for uh, the video challenge to be the next yes and room and to grow ambassador it, again not just again from your personal standpoint which is awesome mm -hmm. to, to get recognized and to be told hey look this is good you get some yeah you know facetime in front of a lot of big people your company the, the yeah. company that you work for i mean and I, even I during to, the voting process they I, I get got to watch all of the videos oh, last year yeah. of everybody because you're on the committee and, and the videos that were submitted i say all of them that were submitted online that people were voting for mm -hmm. there's some amazing stories out there I mean, yeah. some of these people where they came from and, and their backgrounds and what they did to know that they have had the opportunity presented in front mm -hmm. of them to excel and be amazing and do amazing things that's awesome. it's, it's just fun to watch yeah it is and so it's really easy and we're really excited to have this year's campaign kickoff and we're gonna be bringing more details to you all about once you've submitted how to share that video so you can get votes once you're in the finalists because i think i mean you know the committee better than i do do the folks submit then the committee narrows it down to finalists and then that's when it goes to voting on social that's, media that's correct okay that's when it goes to voting good on social to, media. awesome so. well yeah that's awesome okay <laughs> so what was the best advice that was ever given to you by someone whether they're in the apartment industry or not that really you know was like a light bulb it's really you? simple it's don't burn any bridges in this industry it's it's such a small tight-knit industry there are so many times when I thought that was a given though. It is, but I've, I've seen it. I've seen people say, oh, this person said this and did this and I'm going to get, you know, and they go and they mm -hmm. send that email that they shouldn't have sent or they make that phone call that they shouldn't have or they, they talk to a person a certain way and the next day they think about, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. And that particular person they talk to, they, they never see forget. them two or three years later and now that person is in a position of power where they're mm -hmm. making decisions that actually affect this person's life. And they're like, mm -hmm. wow, I wish, I'd have, I wish I'd have done it a little differently. I wish yeah. I'd have been a little more professional. And again, there's, there's times where people don't need to be, have, be in partnerships and you can be graceful. I mean, I, I, I definitely don't want to get political here, but I always laugh and say people have their views, whether it's the Cowboys or Correct. the Texans, Absolutely. they have politically, they have Doesn't their matter. views and you can disagree with somebody, mm -hmm. but you can do it respectfully and, and still be their friend and be their friend. Yeah. And you can do it's it like in great. this industry mm -hmm. and say, Hey, I'm not going to burn this bridge. I don't agree with what I'm being told. I don't agree that this person told me to go do this and I'm doing it. And now they're telling other people that they didn't tell me to go yeah. do this when they, when I've got the email that I can show everybody, yeah, go to this person. Yeah, just but at the end of the day, just... you gracefully say, you know what? I'm going to be the better person. Mm -hmm. The bigger, I'm better going person. To sleep on this tonight and tomorrow go, yeah, this was the right decision because in a year or two or three, they can probably come back and go, yeah, you, you didn't throw me under the bus. You yeah. didn't make me look bad. You didn't, you know, yeah. you, you kind of helped me when I was in a bad spot. So, you know, don't burn a bridge has worked out, you know, really well for me because again, I can talk about the people, the Jackie Rones and the, the folks that were out on site. Yeah. Everybody, met, everybody. I met, I met Jackie as a manager. Wow. Yeah. And we've been friends and we, our kids, you know, have, yeah. we've done things and we talk about vacations and you know, that there are so many, I mean, I can, I can there are a lot of presidents and owners so and C-level people that I met as managers or regionals that sure. we have done yeah. stuff over the years with that. You just never realized mm -hmm. how they get opportunities and move up and you're and like, they take, wow. Yeah. And so, they, and they appreciate you for either because they connect with you because you really helped them out because you didn't throw them under the bus because you respected them when they weren't the president or the CEO or the exec of the company, you gave them just as much respect, you know, just always being kind to people. Well, definitely. Well, but in this industry, how many times does a salesperson or, a, you know, mm -hmm. supply, supplier partner, partner yeah. go into a property? Thank you very much. And they walk in and, and the leasing agents there and she's got four residents there. She's freaking out. She's there mm -hmm. by herself. And yes, the agenda of the, you know, supplier partner is to try to sell them or get their information mm -hmm. to whoever they need to. 
But so often, I, you know, you go in and you're with somebody and like, hey, here's my card. Call me when you get a chance. Yeah. They remember that. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want you waiting in there until all, I mean, because they're mm-hmm. dealing with Everything. issues and problems. Yeah. You know, the next time you go in, if there's nobody in a lot, they're going to gonna be respectful yeah. most, most of the time. Sometimes they're. Have you, you ever know, done a class on this? Uh, <laughs> I've <laughs> done a lot should. of classes over the you years. You should do on one on how this. People, I think you, <laughs> you know, treat people and, and act. And yes, yeah. it's, it's an important part. It's something we preach to our team all the time. It's yeah. like, and you do I, a good job with your children, I have to say. Well, thank you. I, I will, uh, you know, quick side story too. I learned a long time ago that if you, you know, don't super react and if you're just kind of patient and wait, Things usually work out yeah. in your advantage. When did when did you learn that? What age? Because it uh, took me wow. to my thirties. It, it's <laughs> was about twenty five. I I think about twenty five when I was working with Century, we had a class and it was a light bulb moment for me because they said, you know, Billy and everybody in the class, they said, let's think about this. Every single person that calls your company has a problem. Their air conditioner is broken. Yeah, every single off. person has a problem. And when you go, they're right. Everybody's calling us because they're they have a resident or somebody that's yelling at them because their air conditioner is not working. They're mad. Yeah. So if you answer the call, going, "Oh my gosh, I've got to solve this problem." If you do the same thing in your business, and you mm-hmm. know, we're in the construction business, everybody that calls us has a problem. They need paint. They need a roof. They have a tornado has blown their roof yeah. off. A flood has happened. Yeah. Something has happened. So if you if you go in with the mindset that every call is going to be somebody that you're going to help solve their problem, and if you can't, you're going to find somebody that you can help solve their problem, you look at things a total different way. Now, now you're like, hey, they're probably a little mad and upset as they're calling me because it's not that I did anything. Yeah. It's that somebody else did something to them. It's that they're upset because mm-hmm. the environments that are out of their control. Now, what can I offer them to get their environment back in check and back in line? Mm-hmm. They're going to love you forever. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is great. I think we need to have a whole separate segment on customer service (laughs) (laughs) and the how-to. That'll be definitely a podcast for another day. And Becca, Billy is applying for the host position. And I wink, wink. Wink, that means Because you will be be a host. I'm always happy to help. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Billy, I appreciate you. Tell folks how they can connect with you if they want to learn more about you, camp, and all that. You can find me, you can email me at vgriffin at campconstruction.com. You can, you're on the Facebook, I'm on Facebook. You can Facebook message me. I'm I'm on there bragging on my daughters frequently because I love my kids. I am a a daddy of daughters and I think the world of both of them and they both know that. Yeah. You know, but again, I I have a 24 hour rule with everybody. If Mm. people send me emails or if they call me, I respond to every single one within 24 hours. Sometimes I say, Hey, I'm not interested, but thank you. And it's simple and sweet like that. But I, I pride myself on- That's the sales people in us. I pride myself on like, I don't want you wasting your time if it's not good for me. But at the same time, I'm always open to hear things. I'm always open to have lunch or offer advice to people that are coming into the industry. Are you on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn. Okay, uh, I cool. would like to spend more time on it. You I know should. Some of us, and I'm going to pick on you for just a minute, are, are on Snapchat and LinkedIn. And, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I struggle Hold with on, just Sarah. Facebook and, and trying to see it from time to time. Good Lord, I can't imagine all the uh, other. Wow, look at all those things. Facebook and YouTube and Snapchat and LinkedIn yes. and Twitter. And, and then there's Spotify yeah, and Google. Yeah, yeah. so yes. I that's, am on all the makes, channels for makes a reason. Me tired. I'm on LinkedIn. Okay, good. And I, well, I'm, I'm communicate on there and, and people can, okay, good. People good. can reach me and message okay. me there. I get a message when they, okay, good. but, but again, it, you know, I, I have had some fantastic leaders and mentors, yeah. you know, the Nora Krakowers, the Mike Cokes, the Teresa Lamars, those kind of folks took me under their wing back in the day. And I, mm-hmm. I always said, I want to be like them. I want, I want people to 
look at me as a helpful person. Yes, that, that, and they, they and do. And I've been fortunate that I have taken a number of people yes. in and helped yes, them you have. Thank you over, so over the years, only yes. because people did it to me, not yeah. because I'm looking for any kind of accolades, but more because the industry needs more Because it's, the right, thing, it's, it's the, the right thing to do, paying it forward, and because someone did it for you. I mean, that's exactly the whole, right. all the reasons why I do it, because you did it for me, but I remember every association that it was either a management person or mostly a supplier, but there were time to time there was a management person that took me under their wing or introduced me to people in that association and just made it, you know, like Keir out of Indianapolis and Kim Adams, uh, shout out to my squared, you know, up in the DC, Philadelphia area. Like there's so many, and we, we can't name them all, but right. that's the right thing to do folks. So that's the great, the great ending of this podcast is having you on here. And if, if you want to learn more or you know somebody that needs to hear Billy's message and this episode, tag them in the comments or share this episode with them. And we really appreciate you tuning in and learning more about multifamily and all the room to grow there is in our industry. Thanks, Billy. Thanks for having me on. Remember, sharing is caring. Till next week. Peace out.